What's up, everybody? It's me. It's me. It's the big guy, KG. A uh, little late Sunday rise, 914 on the East Coast. Everybody probably enjoying the All-Star game. Um, I'm not really partaking in it live. I'm watching everything on record. Uh, that's another topic for another time. But today, I wanted to throw something out there. And I had been thinking about this for about a week. So, what better way to get this point across than to ask someone of this current generation, uh, how do they feel, you know, a sports fan from this current generation, I should say, uh, how do they feel about seeing people that look like them in management and sports, head coaches and GMs and things? So, what better place to go than to my oldest son, who's 18, Dario, uh, one of our producers and showrunners and things here at Sideline Junkies, you know, the man behind the glass, uh, wanted to ask him. And he's sitting here, say hello, Dario. Uh, hello, hello. He's sitting here with me, and here's my question to you. How does it feel when it comes down to diversity of head coaches, uh, GMs, and things like that, not only in the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLB, how does that feel not to see people that look like you in higher positions, but you see people that look like you in the not lower positions, but you see them in the player roles more than anything, but nobody's in the management roles that looks like you. How does that make you feel as a fresh 18-year-old man and, you know, sports fan? Well, if you were to ask me this, like, Years ago, I would say, you know, I would say, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know because, you know, maybe they're better at players and not, you know, as coaches or uh, like general managers. But now I, I think some people might have, you know, the, the abilities to be a good GM and coach if, you know, they were given a chance. I'm not saying, you know, they're not given a chance. I'm not really sure if they are given a chance, but if they if they're not, I think they should be able to get a chance, at least, you know, give given at least like a small little, you know, what's I can't think of the word, but you know, like a small little chance for them to do what they can do or like in the off season or something like that to you know, see if they could do it, if they, you know, because if they can, you know, it could open up for the rest of the, for, you know, the rest of the people. I agree with that. And at one point in time, they used to have that when they had NFL Europe, they would send coaches of color. Yeah, I mean, with any coach that was up and coming, they would send them to NFL Europe, let them cut their chops over there. And if they were really good, they would come back to regular NFL and, you know, work their way up through the system. But now, here we are, 2022. There is no NFL Europe. Uh, you got G League teams. Uh, but we're still having to fight for minority coaches to be hired. Uh, one thing that the great John Thompson said years ago, black coaches don't have the opportunity to fail. And I believe that is true. Uh, I brought up this point a couple days ago on the sideline junkies group with Dennis green. And he coached in Minnesota for what? 10 years. He was in the midst of his first losing season in 10 years and was fired. First losing season, 10 years. 
fired. Okay? Just let that sink in. Here we are, 2022, and you have Brian Flores, who is now the linebackers and assistant defensive coach for Pittsburgh now, uh, suing the NFL because he won eight straight games, back-to-back winning seasons, and he's fired in Miami. No way in four hells this guy should have been fired. If anything, his contract should have been extended because he's put together some winning things. Okay? You also have guys like uh, Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles, who are constantly considered the top assistants every coaching cycle. They get interviews, but they never get the job. Uh, you got guys like Nathaniel Hackett, Brian Dable. Uh, it was an unknown guy that came. I can't think of his name right now. Nobody had heard it. I mean, people had heard of him, but he wasn't in nobody's mentions for, you know, a head coaching candidacy. And these are the guys they're pulling out. It's either retreads or nobodies. Okay? But it's always looking over minority coaches, black coaches, Hispanic coaches, you know, and it's not just the NFL. It happens like that in the NBA. Uh, Fisdale, who, when he was coaching the Knicks, he was fired. The Knicks were a shitty team. How the hell can you fire him firing a shitty team? He didn't build it. Alvin Gentry, fired. You know, they're talking about firing uh, Doc Rivers. This is a rumor. They're going to fire Doc Rivers and bring in Dan Tony. Dan Tony has won nothing. His offense... In the regular season, absolutely positively great. In the playoffs, absolutely positively shit. He has won nothing in the NBA. And you want to fire Doc Rivers to bring in Dan Tony? Yeah, no. No, no, no. But these are the rumors that we're dealing with. And me being 40, Dario, you're 18. We kind of see the world differently because I've seen a lot more than you have. But one thing we can say in sports, how many black NHL coaches do we have? I don't really know. I Zero. Zero. Uh, I got to go through the, the MLB managers. I think Dusty Baker, I can name off the top of my head. I think we may have two or three in the major leagues. We have one black head coach. But, I mean, I guess the cat down in Miami, he says, you know, his father's black, but he identifies as a human being. What the fuck ever. But we have one black head coach in the NFL, Ron Rivera of Hispanic descent. Okay, we got two minority head coaches, one black, one Hispanic. You talking about Mike Tomlin? Yeah. And then the thing is, with Ron Rivera, people already calling for his head. Like, oh, yeah, let's blow this up. Let's get Ron Rivera out of here. You know, and I'm like, dude, it takes five years to get the stink of Washington off the place. He's trying to Clorox the walls in here, you know. He's trying to do everything but set fire to the place and rebuild it. Mike Tomlin. I don't think Mike Tomlin has had a losing season, but people be asking, hey, man, why does he still have a job? He needs to be fired. I you don't know? think so. He, was, he did good. Mike Tomlin yes. always does good. He has, I don't think he's had a losing season. I don't think so either. You take it back even further. Look at Tony Dungy. And I know I'm sticking strictly NFL, but look at Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy turned the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into one of the top defensive units. They didn't really have any offense, but they were one of the top defensive units. Okay? 
Tony focused on defense. He wasn't really an offensive-focused guy. They let him go in Tampa Bay. John Gruden came in. The year that he came in, added some offense to that great defense, they won a Super Bowl. That Super Bowl win catapulted John Gruden to the stardom that he has now as one of the best coaches. He's one of the greatest coaches that ever lived. You took somebody else's team, and it, that's always the case. Whenever the team's on an uptick and is a black coach, and BJ will tell you, NBA, NFL, they'll fire the black coach, bring in a white coach, and then the team, you know, already on the uptick, now they a powerhouse, but they, they give all the credit to said white coach. That has to stop. Okay? No, no, no shape. No, no, no shade on nobody, but that has to stop. And that's one of the reasons why I love Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr took over for Mark Jackson. And everybody says, well, where did your team learn how to play defense like that? He said, that's not me. That's Mark. You know, things that he didn't implement. Oh, that, that's not me. That's Mark. That's not me. That's Mark. He gives Mark Jackson his flowers immediately. Because he implemented that. All I did was take it, run with it. Steve Kerr, open to all of that. I, I, that's why I love Steve Kerr, okay? My point is, we need more diversity in sports. We got the four major sports. We have MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL. We need more diversity, not on the ice, the field, or the floor. Not just there, because we got the diversity there. We need more diversity walking the sidelines, behind the bench. We need that diversity. We need to let this generation know, Dario's generation, that you have a career. After being a player, you have a career. If you want to go coach and that's what you do, then that's where you can go. But it's not, you know, oh, well, all you'll be is a low-level assistant. All you'll be is just, a, you know, an errand boy. No, they got to see these kids have to see people that look like them at the top. Not because it's a token position. It, it, it's a, a, oh, well, we're going to give it to you because you black. No, because they earned it. You got guys that are good at what they do. Top assistants on their teams. Can't even get a head coaching job, let alone an interview. And then they do get an interview. It's a sham interview. The Rooney rule needs to be revised. But it needs to go across all sports. It needs to be some type of Rooney rule in every sport where minorities are getting interviewed for these jobs and are in serious consideration if they're qualified. I'm not saying go pick up Joe Blow off the street corner that ain't never coached basketball in his life and give him the head coach of the Lakers job. I'm talking about if you got a guy like a Jason Kidd, like a Alvin Gentry, like a uh, David Fisdale, who's an assistant, interview him. You know they have the skills to be head coach. All of those guys have been, and Alvin Gentry is a head coach now. The other two guys have been head coaches before. Give them the opportunity. That's all I'm saying. We got to get some sort of diversity in sports. Do you agree? I mean, wouldn't would, would that make... I'm asking you this question. I'm not trying to lead you, but would that make you not watch sports more, but would that make you have a little bit more hope and chances, you know, once your 
active playing days are over that you can say, hey, I can learn the game and I can also be a coach. Would that give you that type of thought? Would that give you that type of hope? Yeah, that would give me like a lot of hope that, you know, after say if I'm I want to play and I'm close and I'm in the NFL, NBA and, you know, my mom, I retired. I can go back to a team and coach them if if that if like I can see other coaches that look like me or other minorities uh, as coaches and they're doing good at their job, then I can say that. Yeah, I can do it too. If if they can do it, I can do it. And you know, I could possibly learn from them cuz you know, I'm a, I'm just starting to, I would be just starting as a head coach and they would be you know, already pros at it if you know, they were more head coaches that were minorities. And that right there is from a sports fan, a basketball player in this generation. If he has somebody that looks like him, think about it. He said, I can be in that position too. You know, uh, you got to think about it like this. This generation is watching everything that's going on. You, you, if they got a fire burning in them, you can't put the fire out by not, you know, trying to keep up with them and, and say, hey, we're going to make this fire in you bigger because, hey, you got the opportunity to do anything. And that's the way this generation, it doesn't matter what color. They have to be have to know every race, nationality, religion. It does not matter. If you have the skills to do something, you can go do anything. And that has to be drilled in their heads that they can go do anything. You want to be a GM of an NFL team. Damn it. Work. You learn the game, learn personnel, learn how to scout, learn everything that you need to know. You want to do uh, be a GM of an NHL team. Do what you have to do. Do your homework. Due diligence. But if they're qualified, hey, this is a possibility for you because you know what teams are looking for. You know, you know, you got ideas. This is what happens when you see people that look like you that are able to say, you know what? I got here. You can get here, too. You know, that reach back. Also, that's also something that needs to happen. Those people that are in those positions to reach back and pull people up and say, hey. These are the, the the next crop. You know, I got to mentor this next crop. But just my personal opinions and uh, Dario's personal opinions, which are, you know, they don't reflect the sideline junkies. They reflect myself and my son. Uh, but diversity in sports. I guarantee you, you'll change the dynamic. and You'll change a lot of kids' outlooks on the sports different ones, you know, whether it's MLB, NHL, NFL, or NBA, you'll change the outlook a lot. If you get that diversity in the front office, you get that diversity on the sidelines. Trust me, this is something that has to change. But that's all our time to the next time. I'm the big guy, KG. That's the young man, Dario. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Yeah.